What? That's right. We're back. What? That's right. Uh, put your hands to the beat. This podcast hosted by P. Here we go now. Can somebody write a jingle for me to this song? Here we go now. Here we go, you guys. Hello. Here we goers. I, I, you know, I talked about this. I need a name for you guys. I don't know what it would be, but if you guys have any suggestions, I'm all ears. DM me. I need a name because this is, you know, this is the eighth episode. Now we're in it, you guys. Um, welcome to Here We Go. This is the InSync podcast that you guys didn't think you needed, but realized, yeah, it's actually exactly what we need, right? Um, I'm your host, Peter Sears, as you guys know. Follow me on socials at Peter Sears. Um, you know, the last few weeks have been a little hectic for me because I've been in the middle of moving and such. And, uh, you know, I try I try to give you guys a very entertaining show. But, you know, the last, last few weeks have been a little, not rough, I want to say, just, he- just really hectic. I've had a million things going on. So, anyway... Um, this week I'm very excited because we have our first guest. What? We have our first guest this week. Are you serious, Peter? Yeah, I mean it. I told you guys. Here we go. <laughs> we have our first guest, and uh, you know when I when I started this podcast, you know I, I I had a I made a list of a few people that I know personally that I know I've bonded over, like our love of in sync. Um, together and so she was one of the people that I wanted to have on and then you know like with scheduling and whatnot um, just you know things happen man but we got her on today so I'm very excited but um, just some fun uh, in sync news for you guys Um, as you guys may or may not know as of uh, you know I guess yesterday or the day before when I record this podcast, Justin and Jessica Beale are selling their house in the Hollywood Hills. What? Yeah. They're selling their house in the Hollywood Hills. And I'm going to be honest, you guys, as someone whose idol is Justin Timberlake, I cannot think of someone more qualified to go ahead and live in Justin Timberlake's former house than myself. It's in the Hollywood Hills. It's in a perfect, quiet neighborhood. I've seen pictures of the house. I love it. I only need to raise $35 million, and I'm going to need your guys' help. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I'm partially serious about this. (laughs) Uh, I think what I'm going to do is... I'll buy it, and then everyone that donates to the GoFundMe, you know, we'll do like a little timeshare, and you guys can get like a week in it, you know, and so forth, so I share it with everybody, and we will, you know, just enjoy living in Justin Timberlake's house, so that's exciting, he's also um, working on a movie right now called Reptile, where he's uh, playing opposite Benicio Del Toro, which is Spanish for uh, Benny the Bull. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, I, it's about a, 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 
a detective uh, investigating a murder. So I don't know how Justin Timberlake fits into that, but you know. Um, and then also in fun in sync news, but uh, Lance and his husband Michael Turchin um, are just about. I don't. They might actually. They might have them now. I haven't got it, but they're they're expecting their twins any day now, and you know they're gonna be they're gonna be dead. So that's exciting. So some fun news that I that I kind of went in on you guys. But um, like I said, I'm just happy that I'm back home in L.A. and I can kind of start, you know, doing my life things, you know. Um, so that's exciting for me. I know you guys probably don't care, but, you know, since I'm hosting this show, I got to tell you about my personal life a little bit. Um, back just just it's just great to be back home. I spent the last you know, year and a couple months out in Oklahoma because of the pandemic and everything. And, you know, it was fine. You know, I made the most of it, but it was really fun to just uh, finally be home and be where I feel like I belong and where I can really, you know, for one, run into like Lance or JC again and maybe Justin, although I don't know if he's left selling his house, he might be getting the hell out of L.A. for good. I don't know. And, uh, you know, he's got a place in Montana. I know he's got a place in Memphis. You know, I don't know. Maybe he wants to move to Nashville where his restaurant is. I don't know, man. I don't know Justin's plans. I don't got him on speed dial. But, you know, I just always felt like L.A. is the place. I mean, it's it's been home, you know, so I'm just glad to be back. So anyway, like I said, I do have a guest today. So you guys are going to get to hear that interview. And it was a great interview. Like, it was fun. You know, one of the things I love about hosting podcasts is you know we get so caught up in our lives you know think about everybody in your life that you know you hung out with maybe in high school or college or just whatever and then you know maybe you have kids or you have jobs and then you lose kind of regular contact with a person but like you know because we're all on social media we see what's going on with people and stuff and you see, like, oh, well, this person's doing this, this person's doing that, like, and you feel like you're in their lives, and you kind of are, but, like, then you're like, oh, shit, like, I haven't actually spoken to this person in, you know, maybe, like, a year or two, and I haven't seen, I mean, you know, we're still just coming out of the pandemic, or, I mean, we're still in it, you know, but, you know, there's people that I haven't seen in, like, two years or more, you know, so it's just... It's just one of those things, man. So it's always fun like when I get to, you know, the fun thing about hosting podcasts is being able to just reconnect with people that, you know, maybe I haven't actually spoken to in a long time. So that was fun. Um, it's always, I always feel like for me when I do podcasts, it's always easier and I feel like the conversation flows better when I actually know a person because then it's more like a conversation as opposed to me just like interviewing them. But anyway... I had a great time. I'm glad she finally got a chance to come on. You guys are going to check it out right now. So here's the interview with my friend, Laura Sexton, NSYNC fan, and most importantly, Justin Timberlake lover. Um, and I'll give her the intro, but stay tuned. Check it out. And thanks for listening, guys. Bye. You're Mark. Okay, look it. We're here through the miracles of the internet. You guys, I told you it's been... You know, this is what, episode seven, I believe, or are we on seven or eight? Um, 
I think we're on seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, this is eight. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, I've been promising you guys guests, and just my schedule has been crazy. I was just telling our our actual guest about how my schedule's been all over the place, and then I'm moving. And anyway, um, so my first guest on here we go is uh, I feel like one of the reasons that we kind of bonded was in meeting and upon conversating with one another, we both learned that we had a love for like NSYNC and Justin Timberlake. And that was kind of like our thing. Cause I, and I don't even remember how it came up in conversation, but you're like, you're like, no, I love Justin. And I'm like, I love Justin. And it was just like this whole thing. And that was kind of like how we bonded. So, um, so my, my guest today, and we'll talk about how we met and everything. Um, Cause that's kind of a story as well. But, um, my guest today um, is a writer um, out of Los Angeles, California, which is where I am from and now back to. Um, she's also a financial coach now. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I suck at money. So maybe she can uh, advise me while we're doing this. She's a financial coach. Um, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, my first guest on the Here We Go podcast, but give it up for Laura Sexton. Woo-hoo! Hey. Um, and oh, I forgot she's a mom too. She's a, a baby machine, right? A baby making machine. Pretty much. Yeah. I've got three little ones, five and under. Five and five, two and almost one. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, when I met you, when we met, we were both like, I don't want to say you're a little bit younger than me, uh, but we were both like kind of young and single. And, you know, it was like, we would go to bars for fun. <laughs> yes. Do you, do you remember that when people used to be able to go out of their house and, and go out and drink and have a good time? I remember. I mean, they still do. It's just different now. But you know, like, like we were talking before we started recording, before we started a recording, I've been in Oklahoma the last basically year. And I mean, people have been doing that since I got there. <laughs> Like it's so different. And so I don't know where all of our listeners are listening from, but you know, Laura's out in in California and LA and now I'm back here as well. And it's different. Like people are going out, but there's still like, there's still very much a lot of like mask wearing and a lot of restaurants are only doing outdoor dining still. And it's still a little weird, but there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Right. Despite all that craziness but um so okay so let me let me tell you because I don't know if you know this I've actually had this discussion because I've had our friend Natasha on uh, my other podcast right times. and uh so when I met you and her I was just coming off of a, the worst breakup that I haven't mm. even I haven't even discussed on this show everyone's been hearing about all my other heartbreaks and all my other breakups <laughs> But I haven't even gotten into that one because that, that's more recent. I mean, not recent. It was nine years ago. But like as far as the timeline of songs right, and right. whatnot, you know. Um, and I met you through uh, Eric and Albert, who worked at the gym with me. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they knew I was sad and brokenhearted and depressed and all those things. So they were just taking me out. Like they were just like, hey, we're going to go to this bar tonight. We're going to go here tonight. and 
you know, when you're going through a breakup, you just, the, the worst thing you can do is just sit by yourself, right? Yes, absolutely. And so even though going, I don't drink listeners, I'm sorry. Um, but even though that wasn't really my thing, I didn't want to stay home and be sad. So I went out, but then I ended right. up meeting you and Natasha, who I still keep in contact with today. So, you know, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I said, we, when we met, I don't remember chronologically when it came up in the conversation. Yeah, I don't even think it was the first time we met, but we kind of discovered that we both were big in sync and Justin Timberlake fans. So yeah. what is your earliest memory of like listening to the guys? What song did it for you? Or like just all those things like. Yeah, so I grew up in Texas. That's right. In a tiny, tiny little town. And my parents were rather conservative. I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music, but my sister was six years. Well, she still is six years older than me. She got to go to Europe for a school trip. And in Europe at that time in 1998, there's this crazy awesome boy band that was just blowing up and she brought home a cd and gave it to me and she's like you need this in your life and i was like there's no way they're gonna let me listen to this (laughs) like and and so we had to work really hard on my parents to get them to let me have this cd and i will tell you it was burned into my cd player like it was always on a hundred percent of the time that was my lifeline to the outside world. And it really kind of sparked um, not only my absolute love and devotion for Justin Timberlake, um, but it opened me up to so many other things in the world and like love songs. I never heard a love song before. Right. Like, okay, I'm gonna gonna interrupt you for one second. Um, I think I know what you mean, but I just wanna make sure so when you say secular music, that's like non-Christian that's, music. That's, that's what I thought, yes. but I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was, it was only Christian music bought at the church. So <laughs> like I was, I was sheltered, but I mean, in a, in a loving way, it wasn't weird. It wasn't in a cult or anything, but sheltered. And that began my love affair of pop music. And I went from you know, in sync all the time to Britney. I couldn't listen to Backstreet Boys because their first CD was way too dirty. And my parents were like, no. Um, but eventually them and just, you know, I ended up obsessed with Eminem. Like it just, it just really oh. opened my whole world. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's another story for another podcast. But I, I mean, I can't tell you the second, the second I hear an instinct song come on i know exactly what it is i know exactly where i was the last time i heard it it just and now now i will tell you when i when i had my first child instincts in sync album was playing in the room like because that's my happy place that's my joy that's my Dang. like that's where i like find solace i was like this is my roots and so it was playing when i had my first child they now ask for the here we go song. They're like, play the here we go song. Hello. It's the, 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 song. the theme of this podcast. Hello. Absolutely. Um, so I have I have kids that beg for NSYNC songs when we get in the car. And I'm like, yes. See, <laughs> it's it's funny to me that you say that because I'm thinking about like uh like my mom, for example, loved like Rick Springfield and Prince and even like the Beatles and stuff. So it's like and I loved 
I, I like Rick Springfield and I loved Prince as well, but I didn't really realize how much I enjoyed the Beatles. Not, I, I don't want to say enjoy them. I'm sorry. I think NSYNC is better and they're the better band. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but it makes me think of my mom. Yeah. So I like it because of that, you know? And so your kids now, you're imparting this music because like I talked about it a few weeks ago, um, I was teaching class and, you know, I'm, I'm 42. I'm not, I, I can't shy away from it. But like, and sometimes in my class, I'll have like younger girls, like in their twenties, you know, and one day I was like, okay, we're, we're playing all in sync today and I'm loving it. And I'm like, you know, who sings this song and the girl, and I had already told everyone I was playing in sync and she's like, no. And so like, for like, for me, like, I'm just like, wait, what? Like, how do you not know this? What do you need to know? They need to know, right? Because I knew, like I said, I knew the stuff that was in front of me, even though I didn't like, like it necessarily. Like, you know, I didn't, I like my mom's music more so, but not so much my dad's, but like, there are people that are, that were alive when it came out that don't know who (laughs) they are, which is crazy. They need to be educated. That's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm hoping. And and I always say it, you know, I assume that everybody listening is, you know, our age or, you know, I would say like, you know, in the nineties, if they were, if they were like between like nine to like 13, when in sync, like, I feel like that's probably, you know, there's probably an age range, but like I said, like there's people, I'm hoping that there are people that maybe discovered them through their parents that are listening. And then when I'm like, yeah, we had to log into like the internet and dial up and it wasn't the same as it is. It was like, not the same. Yeah. Like you couldn't just go on the internet. Like you, you would have to buy like teen bop or bopper or tiger beat to like J14. Learn, yeah. J14 to learn about like any information about them, unless you watched them in an interview, which you probably right. had to tape because this is before DVR. So like, if you knew all that stuff about them, like you were a like a mega super, fan. Right. Yes. Where now, like you can just Google something and find out everything within a few seconds. You know, it's different. So, okay. So you, this is your first introduction to non-secular music. Uh-huh. Okay. To secular music. Yeah. Not secular music. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a question since you have uh, a daughter. Yes. Uh, some of these lyrics, as I've revisited these songs and like started to break down these lyrics, I'm like, oh, as an adult, it's like a little different. Like to us, it's like you like you said, like it's your happy place. You play it to get put in a good mood. But some of the songs, I'm just like, oh, man, like if I have a young girl, am I going to ha- <laughs> like am I going to it's weird, right? It's so. So here's here's the thing, though. We can't take our presentism and put it on our past, right? Like we can't try to get our past to be the same as us right now. So it's cool. It's totally fine. It's like, you just tell them, no, this was back, you know, in the aughts, the the late nineties, early two thousands is fine. It was fine then. Don't worry about it. It just, it's different now. You just have to communicate that. It's fine. Okay. Totally fine. Fair enough. Cause like, you know, like, I mean, if, if they like, here we go. Cause I was talking to, okay. So did you, yeah, you heard, you listened to that episode. I, had a debate amongst myself and I had it like I put a poll out but I'm like I feel like here we go 
could potentially be like an innuendo about like ecstasy. See, I never took it that way. <laughs> I didn't either. But now looking back and like hearing the lyrics to like other songs and hearing the artist be like, oh yeah, well, you know, like The weekend, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. He's like, oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's about cocaine. And I'm like, oh, I just thought he just really liked being with this girl. I didn't realize it was a song about. So now I'm looking back and now I'm like, I'm skeptic when I see lyrics. I'm like, oh wait, did, is that, do they really just mean like, here we go one more time. Every, like everybody's feeling fine. Here we go, put your hand. Like, uh, everybody's you know, just having a good time. Okay. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I mean, there there are certainly songs that you listen to and you're like, oh my goodness, that's super creepy. But when you're 16 and when you're 18 and you're listening to a song about a guy that's in love with a 16-year-old, like it's not creepy. You And then you look at it later and you're like, he was 25 singing about being in love with a 16-year-old. Like, that's weird. Yeah. But when you're in it, it's fine. Like it's it, it is everything that you are. And it's like, you know, I told you, I've told you before, my first kiss was to an NSYNC song. And I'm thinking about that. And like, I will always be, every time that song comes on, I will always be 16. Yeah. I will sure. never be my actual age. I will always be 16 when so, this, I promise you, comes on. Uh, so was it like, a, I get it like, a, so, okay. Yeah. So I know that your first kiss was to this, I promise you. Uh -huh. um, was it like at a dance or something? No. Or were you like in like a, a bedroom like at a party or like no absolutely not no we were sitting in my best friend's living room and her parents had very kindly um left us like pairs alone like her and her oh. boyfriend and me and my boyfriend and she and her boyfriend were like we're gonna go in here and you guys are in there and then we had this I promise you blaring from yeah. the room and um, it's just one of those situations where her parents were just kind enough to be like, you guys are 16. Yeah. We're going to go in here. Uh, I mean, we were at the house, like what, in the living room. It's not like anything weird was going to happen. Right. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. So I was 16. He was 20. It's a thing. We won't talk about it. <laughs> oh, wow. That is, uh, okay. What if he's listening right now? Would you like to tell him anything? Do you remember his name? I, of course I remember his name. His name was Nathan okay. and um, his name is Nathan Scott. And he's actually the name of my character. Um, I wrote, so to anybody that doesn't know my first screenplay that I've had often here in LA is called tearing out my heart. Obviously. Yes. Um, obviously I love me some insane, right? Um, and it's the, the lead character's name is Nathan Scott. Oh, wow. So um, kind of after kind of after my first boyfriend um okay. and he was always he was always a very good friend after we broke up like we were still super super close until he got married and his wife said he couldn't be friends with me anymore so it's all good it's, it's her insecurities i'm sure i'm i'm okay with it i yeah. probably would be the same way yeah i get it that's fair uh, that's actually i don't that's not the one that i did like the table read for you that's not that one right no so uh, this one is about a, it's, it's funny because conservatorships come up recently. So oh this one is about a, uh, a boy band heartthrob who has been kicked out of his band and his mother has been granted con a temporary conservatorship over him and she puts him back in high school. 
and he has to go back to high school with all these people that he has shat all over on SNL like the week before and um, just kind of navigate through life with people that don't think he's top shit and they're like we will put you down because you're nothing here and he has to figure out the world around him Laura I am sold on this already if I (laughs) if I had any studio like connections I'd be like yo this is you know and then obviously the soundtrack would be amazing yes Oh my goodness. And there's a character in it that is an ex-boy band. Like he's now the manager and I need Joey Fatone to play it. Okay. Like I wrote it for Joey Fatone to play this part. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure, you know, but I'm just assuming that these guys talk almost every day, the five of them, right? Like, Oh yes. There's a group text. Obviously we all know about that. There's a group text between the five of them and and I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, Chris shared my podcast on his Instagram. Yes! So my guess is that they've all had a discussion about this NSYNC podcast started by this straight guy, me. Um, <laughs> so at some point, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. We're going to have each of those guys on the show, like even just like between like six degrees of separation, like they're going to find out. And yep one by one. So when I do get Joey on the show, I'm going to be like, Hey, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, we loved you and on the line, but this is actually a better script. <laughs> I mean, you, you didn't believe Lance falling in love with Emmanuel Shriki. You didn't. I, okay. Take it a step further. I, I actually believed that he was with Daniel Fischel. Like, I, well, I, so did I, Daniel. <laughs> oh, 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 poor Topanga. Um, yeah, that's a, that, and that's going to be a, a great topic of episode as well in the future. That whole, you know, we've touched on it a little tiny bit, but like that's going to take like a whole episode to be like, what was that like for Lance to be seeing? I mean, I know he's talking about it in interviews and stuff, but like, you right. know, to just be hiding who he really was, you know? Yeah. That's Which crazy. It's weird because I mean I, I guess it's just different times now because now we're just like, yeah, big deal, who cares? But back then it was like, no, you can't quite, you know. Well, it it was very much they had an image and they had a contract that said they had to be part that image. Like they couldn't have girlfriends. And if you had a girlfriend, you better not talk about it. Yeah. Because you need to be this sex symbol heartthrob. Right. Um, which they were for me. And mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but I, okay. you know. So, so Justin was your favorite though. Yes. Yeah. That, I was, I was in love, obsessed. I, I will tell you, I had purses that had like the Mrs. Timberlake on it. And I'd like walk around with them. Uh, I have friends that up until I got married, everybody was like, oh, your husband's on the radio. Or they call me up and they'd be like, <laughs> I saw this picture of your husband, you know, uh, when he and Jessica Biel got engaged, they're like, did you see your husband's marrying another woman? <laughs> uh, which was super funny. And then I was like, well, I'm getting married. So I'm going to have to call him something else. Because <laughs> so we started calling Justin my ex-husband. Oh, that's and people fair. still to this day, they're like, hey, your ex-husband's on. Da, da, da. You know, at the end of April, everybody sends me that it's going to be May memes. Of course. And they're like, hey, look at look at this picture of your ex-husband. I'm like, so it's it's still a thing. 
did you did you see i think actually as we record this episode um him and jessica are selling their house in hollywood hills oh no do i need to go tour it (laughs) i kind of want to i'm like like as as you know as the host of the number one in sync podcast on the internet um i wonder if i could do like a it's 35 million dollars is the sale price um (laughs) <laughs> it said it said that he bought it before they got married and i want to say I, I had the article hang on for a second i hope i don't lose you oh shoot i'm still here okay no i just i, I hold on it is sorry guys if you're listening um oh yeah here it is 35 million dollars before he married jessica when he bought it in 2002 for eight million. So, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, good. for him, right? Good for him, right? Finance coach, that's a good yep, investment. Absolutely. <laughs> but I saw like they had there's some pictures on the on the thing, and I'm like, dude, how fucking cool would that be to be like, how you like my new house? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, who'd you buy it from? Fucking Justin Timberlake. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I'm going to do well, a GoFundMe. I think I could do it. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Okay, thanks for the, the vote of confidence. I mean, yeah. I love you, and I would donate. But... That's it. And then think about how many people, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but, like, people love me, dude. And, like, well, and, 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 and I'll promise, like, I'll keep, like, you know, it's a seven-bedroom house, and... Could I we think, turn one of them into an instinct shrine? Of course. I mean, there I, there's a studio in there, so that could be part of it. And there's also a gym cool. in there. And there's an infinity in an, an infinity pool. But um, do you remember? Oh, I, I don't think it's going on anymore. But like for a while, they were doing like you could Airbnb like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air house. Yeah. So why not? I do like okay, you guys help me do this, and then we'll have like kind of like a timeshare like everybody will own a week or so in the house there you go so i don't know that's fun what do you guys think here we go listeners i need to find a name for the people that listen to this um it'll come at some point organically but let's put it it's already gofundme i'm gonna put the link in my bio (laughs) (laughs) you need to ask natasha to come up she's great with coming up with fun that's right that's right yes uh, okay, so so so, do you have any other? Uh, so you you know you that was your first. It was your first uh, secular music yeah. you were allowed to listen to. Your first kiss was to this. I promise you. Um, you met your. You fell in love with your. I husband. fell in love with my husband at a Justin Timberlake concert. I sure did. Yeah. Um, before I get there, I will tell you that to oh. this day, every time I've bought a new car, no strings attached has been the first CD I play period like that's really? where i go no strings attached all about it 100 percent um now now here's a question because my car now doesn't even have a cd player they stopped putting cd players in cars that's weird <laughs> it is weird like and that's and that's where the, the thing where like these little tidbits come up on this like as i'm you know doing this show where like i'm like some of these things don't exist anymore like i told a story I told a story a few weeks ago about how I used to, I met this one girl. Um, I used to have a pager, which I don't know if you're old enough. Yeah, to have I a had pager. a pager. Okay. 
so I met this girl. So I used to, when I was a young um, girl, crazy boy, young man, um, I would just dial random pager numbers. Yes. I heard that story. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then that's how we met. But like someone listening that is a lot younger is going to be like, what's a pager? Right. And so then now we have this other thing where like, we all, you know, equate CDs. Like I remember the same thing, like my new kids on the block CDs, my sync yep. CDs. Like I have a lot of those still, um, but people listening are like, Oh, what a CD player in a car. Like, what's that? Why do you need that? Like, what is that? Well, let me, let me take it one step further for you podcast listeners. I used to have these things called VHS tapes. Yeah. Um, which, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I would pop it into a VCR <laughs> and I would record, um, because I didn't, I didn't live with my dad. My, my parents were divorced and I lived with my mom, but my dad had MTV. So I tell my dad this day, this time record this for me. So he'd like record TRL for me. So I could see if like NSYNC on TRL, he would record. So I had, um, all of NSYNC's concerts ever. Yeah. on VHS line item done up. I, I had taken them to a store to get them put on DVD and they got lost and oh. I am heartbroken uh, because oh, they were yeah. recorded on like the, the first one was uh, on Fox family, which turned into ABC family, which is now Freeform. So right. like that's how many iterations back this was. Um, and I like, I had the commercials and he was like, do you want me to get rid of the commercials? I was like, no, no, I want the commercial. Like, this is my nostalgia and my like, right. but now you can just watch it on YouTube. So there's that. Uh, no commercials though. You don't get any of the fun, weird. No, you just get ads that don't even, that aren't even like targeted. Um, but I mean, so if, if ever I was having a rough day, you, you pop in the CDs, you pop in the old, the old videos and life is good. And you're, it's just a little lighter, a little bit more joyful. Um, but yes, to uh, to go to the story of falling in love with my husband, uh, I had I had had a rough breakup. I didn't want to I didn't want to be a part of anything new, and I was like, I don't I don't have time. So I um, and then I met my husband. And I was like, Oh, hello, you're interesting, and I like you a lot, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to marry you and have your children. But I'm still really guarded and un comfortable with relationships and he was like oh that's cool so a couple months into our relationship he surprised me with um tickets to see Justin Timberlake the 2020 experience um at the Staples Center here in Los Angeles and I was like oh my goodness this man gets me uh, and and so he took me and I'm still like you know, I got really dressed up and I was a little uptight and I was like, what do I do? And how, what do I do with my hands? Like, I don't even, you know, it was still like, I was still trying to show off and we got there and we had drinks, you know, it's like a, like two ounce drink for $47 and <laughs> we're sitting there with our drinks and Justin comes like the music starts and you can feel the energy rising and oh. being at a Justin Timberlake concert is like nothing else. Um, NSYNC was my first concert, by the way. Um, oh, wow. So like you're sitting here and you're like feeling all of this energy coming up and everybody's getting on their feet. And I'm like, what do I do? Am I playing it cool? Like, do I stay in my chair? I don't want to stay in my chair. And he stands up and he's like, you better get up and dance. And I was like, this man is it for me. That's it. Like, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was just get up, be yourself, 
Um, and we had the best time. Like, well, I, mean, I, I still think, them. I mean, I, I still think that the 2020 experience was the best concert I've ever been to still like it was fabulous like man of the woods was great but like 2020 experience especially the first time that he came i don't know which one you went to but if if you went to the one where we talked about or what i got i got screwed by a scalper um that's my nephew (laughs) (laughs) um like he it was like he performed for like two hours and 45 minutes he was doing he was doing covers and i'm like and i'm just like dude like because the second time he came he did the covers, but he took out a couple songs from the playlist and this thought the concert wasn't as long. But right. I was just like, to me, like that was the best concert I've ever been to. Still. It was fabulous. And yeah. so the first concert I ever went to, um, I, do you get heavy on your podcast at all? Do you like, what do you mean? Can I, can I bring it down for a second? Oh, I've talked about all my heartbreaks. So I'm sure whatever Perfect. you're going to say is not going to. Um, so Sometime between uh, No Strings Attached to come out, it was the summer before um, Pop came out, right? So whatever year that was, I can't for whatever remember. 2000 to 2001. Yes. Okay. So it's right around then. I battled with depression. Um, I I had um, uh, a plan for suicide. Like I was like, oh, my life is meaningless. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to negate the seriousness of it, but um, I'm, I'm now many years past that. Right. So, um, I had a plan and I sat down and I prayed and I said, God, if you don't want me to do this, give me a sign. And my TV turned on and it turned, itself? my TV turned on and, uh, it flipped from Nickelodeon, which is what it was on to MTV. And I saw Justin Timberlake's face and he's holding up this big bubbly blue bottle and he's talking about dirty pops like I don't even remember and I was like oh my goodness NSYNC's coming out with new music it's like well I have to put off my plan because NSYNC's coming out they just released pop I was like okay I've gotta I gotta wait and so I had I got the CD I was living life I was really happy and I started having some of these negative feelings again and my mom's like hey by the way we got you NSYNC tickets for Christmas and I was like what pop odyssey yes and so I was like okay well I can't I have to put things off again and then uh <laughs> and then I, I know it's kind of funny like yeah. not not being in the middle of you know teenage angst and um and then the concert got pushed it got pushed another six months oh so and then i'm like well i have to wait like i can't yeah you know, i can't go without having seen justin in person so uh and then and then by the time that was there it had been it had been over a year and a half and i'd finally gotten out of that really like hole that I was in and I was like so I I tell people I was like instinct saved my life yeah. straight up like uh I you know that's that's my that's my joy um and it was the vehicle that was used to help me no that's great was everything and it was like the culmination of my of my uh teen angst as it were yeah so you're like what like 18 at this time yeah I was, uh i was well i was probably 15 14 15 something like that okay okay yeah yeah. because oh so yeah 
So this is before you had your first kiss then? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and then that came later. Yeah. So it all kind of- Yeah, I was, I was feeling very down about myself. Mm-hmm. Got it. Because, well- <laughs> He's so cute. He is. Y'all his, y'all, his nephew keeps coming over here with these <laughs> cute little dinosaurs. Like he's adorable. <laughs> Um, he's, in a, he's in a dinosaur phase right now. <laughs> it's okay, me too. But uh, but Hang yeah, on, I mean, buddy. let me let me finish this and I'll play with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. That's uh. I mean, that's a thing. Like you know, I talk about. One, oh, one more. Show, show her. You want to show her? Look, it's King Kong. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. That's not King Kong? Oh, sight. Okay. Wow. Well, Cyborg? that's, that's <laughs> where we're all wrong. It's fine. <laughs> uh, that's, a, you know, it's, it's my, my, so my girlfriend, I think she gets it now, but like, you know, they didn't really, she didn't go to a lot of concerts growing up. One, because she came from like a small town out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Not probably, not unlike you, um, but also very religious, her family. So, I mean, there's part, but like, so she didn't understand, like, every time Justin came, like, I'm like, I got to go to the concert. Like, yeah, like I've I seen the same concert multiple times. And I'm like, there's something about music and art and live music. And like, it's just, it can really make you forget about, you know, whatever's going on, but also looking back, you know, like you said, you know, you have like, you hear a song and then you just automatically go back to 16 or like, for me, I automatically go back to like that time in my life where I was, you know, I've already talked about it on the podcast, so it's fine. But like, you know, for the first time, finally, getting to have sex with girls and stuff like that. Like that's a, that was a great time for me, you know? Yeah. And so like those memories are always going to be there. And now as you're, you know, obviously way past this, you know, you can go back and be like, yeah, like these things help me through this. And so it's like, right. we love the band, we love the music, but a lot of it, for a lot of people, it's a lot more than just the music. It's how it got you through or, just absolutely it's it's the the growing with it and the the living for me it was it was a lot of emotions that I didn't know how to express that were in that song you know like that were I I I didn't know I didn't know what love song love was or I didn't know what real love was I only knew what love song love was and and part of me needed to feel it through them so that I could figure out how to express it myself right I like it. I appreciate you sharing that story. And I'm sure all of our listeners will appreciate um, that story. Um, yeah. So, okay. So we're, we're going to, we're going to do something fun now. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So I need love, right. Was there, I'm assuming their attempt at like conquering the European dance. Okay. Show them, show them the snake. Oh, what's the name of the snake? Battlesnake, got it. Y'all, if you can't see him, he is so cute. <laughs> They're not gonna see it. We're not on video yet. Uh, soon, in a few more in a in a few more weeks, we'll be posting the videos moving forward. Uh, so, okay. So, I need love is a dance track 
and <laughs> it makes me want to makes me want to go around the skating rink really fast it reminds me of like you know those like this is my clubbing phase so yes. like you know the songs that they would play like later on in the night as the club was winding down kind of yep. thing you know because it's like do 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 it's a i mean it's a, it's a 100 like dance techno you have to jump <laughs> yeah yeah and like maybe maybe i don't I don't condone this, but I don't condemn it either. Maybe be under the influence of something. Maybe. Uh, okay, it would definitely so, be a different experience than when you're 16 years old. Well, you, for sure, right? But that was like also like, uh, you know, there'd be the old adage just like, if you're at a club in like, you know, Paris at three o'clock in the morning and you're like, oh, they've been playing the same song for the last half hour. You're like, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to know that because you're supposed to be just so right, gone right, right, right. realize what's uh, okay. So I'm going to read the lyrics and then you can tell me what you think they mean and what they can be interpreted okay. as. Cause I've been doing this. So it's fun. Uh, I need love. You need love. We all really need love. I love how you read these. I <laughs> I would listen to your podcast just to hear you read these lyrics. Um, th- this is the beginning of an anthem yeah. of let's all come together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So or I really I'm really horny and I need you to come home. <laughs> okay. So that's, the that's the thing. And that's and that's kind of the debate that I've been having the last, you know, like some of these songs. I'm like, okay when we hear love, like, you know, that it seems like, yeah, like we need love, like, of course, but then it's like, but then you hear like what they say later and you're like, oh, he's talking about like love. Like, it's not like love. It's, it's like, you yeah. know, it's, it's, we, it's, we need another word for it. We need, we need to yeah. be like the Greeks and have multiple loves. <laughs> um, okay. All I want, all I need, we all really need love. <laughs> Can you hear? <laughs> this, this is so great. This is so great. No, go ahead. All right, go get get into the get into yeah. the meat. No. Um. So, like you said, it's it sounds like he's talking about love, right? Like we're like, okay, yeah, we all need love. We get it. That's all he wants. That's all he needs. Or that's all they want. That's all they need. Okay. Um. No. I just want to. <laughs> Hang on one second. Um, okay. I just want to tell you how I feel. I just want to have a love that's real. How can I stop this burning desire? Now, see, this is a line that you're like, okay, maybe it's not just love that he wants. Yeah. Right? That's when I'm like, if we're at a club, right? Like we're we're out and he he comes he comes to me with burning desire. I'm like, nah, dude, that's way too cheesy. Try again. Try right? Again. That's what I'm nope. saying. Like, you know, 20 years ago we were all about it, but then like we're looking back, I'm like, man, I don't know if that would work. Like, if I just tried to holler at some girl and being like, you know, I can see that you're the one for me. You're the only one I really need. Yeah. I need a love that burns like a fire 
See, look, see, if I wasn't so jaded, I might be impressed with how he spun that around. Yeah. But you're like, jaded. Okay, see what he did there. See what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Burning desire burns like a fire. I got it. So, and then, and then the, you know, the pervert or whatever in me could be like, could also be like, I feel like he's hooked up with somebody before and maybe got something. Right. And that's Something's burning. <laughs> yeah. Like, so he's like, kind of like, Hey, remember, like he's like giving us a, a shout out to, you know, putting somebody on blast. Like, you know, I didn't forget about that time that you gave me that thing. Just right. But we could get, we could try it again. Like I'd be, I'd be down to do yeah. it again. That kind of thing. Like, yeah. Like, girl, I know, I know we were before, but now we need to do this again. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then chorus again. I need love. You need love. We all really need love. All I want. All. And the thing is, is like, the word, like, all I want is like, like, it's just like, like, it's not that big. This is all I want. And it's like, that's asking right. a lot of, that, that asks a lot of a person. Like, it's not just like, he's not just like, oh, um, can you grab me a Diet Coke? If you're going to the store, like that's all I need. Like, no, you're talking about like love. Like, it's a little bit more right. than something you. It's, you can't just be like, oh, that's all I need because it's it's a lot to ask for somebody. Right. Um, okay. Continuing. Um, all I want to do is give it a chance. That's fair. Yeah, because everybody needs. A true romance yeah which is true yeah i mean <laughs> um and then i like this one i will give anything i would give anything to be with you see that's when i think he's getting serious yeah now i'm like oh well maybe maybe like, this is not just the drinks talking maybe this is like for real but i want to know like how long they've known each other right because i need context in this because if i just met some girl or boy or non-binary person i'm not discriminating you know everyone right. can experience this but um it's like <laughs> what is anything exactly like like if a guy comes up to you and is like yo i will give you i would give anything to be with you be like okay um go steal that car or like let me see your portfolio like what like what does this girl right. need to see like what if she calls him on his bluff like okay words. right words words are just words i need some action but so so when i'm when i'm hearing this song uh -huh. when i'm hearing the song when i'm when i'm younger right i'm listening to it what i'm envisioning in my head is a guy that has been pursuing this girl is has and it's been it's been ongoing it's been ongoing he's like i'm like i'm telling you i would do anything right like okay that's that's kind of how that's kind of how i heard it and so when i was listening to it i was like i just want somebody to tell me they would do anything to be with me like, <laughs> okay. that's all i want but then like but then you're like a guy like me who found himself oftentimes on the end of like like this and the girls are like no you're just a better friend like i got friend zoned a lot Right. So you're just like, well, you know, what you really want is a fucking asshole that doesn't give you the time of day that you need. 
but like you love him or whatever. And then you're laughing because it's true. I know. And then you complain to me about him. And I'm like, I'm like, I've been fucking telling you this whole time. Like I would give you like, I'll like the next line. I will give you all the love you need. If you only give your love to me, what would I do if I were without you? I'm like, well, you're doing it right now. Cause you're obviously yep. not with her. So like, tell you like, you tell me, what are you doing right now? But this is where it's, this, it's gotta be, it's gotta be similar people from tearing up my heart, right? Like somebody was going through something very similar because yeah. they're like, I'm dying inside. Like I'm breaking apart. I need you. Um, it's that burning desire part. So, so you think that he's been like trying to get with this girl for a while? Yeah. Okay. So then, I mean, yeah, obviously it's a catchy song. It was never released as a single, at least not here. I don't know. I actually didn't look it no, up. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, you know, well, like some, like some of the songs were released as singles in Europe, but not here. But I don't think this one was released. This one wasn't place. on the European album. Oh, that's interesting because this seems to me more it like. It seems a, like something that would be poppy over there. Yeah. Um, and then the chorus again. I need love. You need love. We all really need love. We've, we've established this. Um, wait, did I go? No, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. One more, one more chorus. All I want, all I need, we all really need love. I need love. I need love. And then the nananas. Yeah. The nananas. There's like 20 of them. You're used to this stuff, huh? Yeah. doesn't bother <laughs> me at all. <laughs> um, and then one more time. I need love. You need love. We all really need love. All I want, all I need, we all really need love. I need love. I need love. I need love. <laughs> so AJ thinks that we all just really need doo doo. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to say that they ended up together. I hope so. I hope those two young kids. Yeah. They like, they made it work. Yeah. I think, I think they made it work. I think, uh, you know, they found each, like, she was like, okay, like just give it one more try. And then maybe it led to another song later on right. down the line. Um, so, so we, so do you think now that we've, we've gone through the whole song, it's yeah. actually about love and not about like love. So I, I'm just of the mindset that it's all positive and it's all on the up and up because I don't, I don't want it to be anything other than that. Right. Like I don't, in my heart of hearts, I don't want it to be anything other than this pure, beautiful thing. If it gets dirty, then it's not the same. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I just, like I said, as like an adult now, I look at lyrics yeah. and then I'm like, oh, like I try to find like the hidden whatever. And mm -hmm. so, but this one, I actually think that this one is just about love, like a, a, a true romance, like you said. And, you know, uh, okay, Laura, tell yeah. me, tell our listeners where I'll put it in the show notes as well, but tell them where they can find you. On for, sure, for sure. I am all over Instagram at accelerate your legacy. Ooh. Um, yes. And I am all about helping people get control of their finances so they can stop paying for their past, start saving for their future. Um, 
helping them with little people like that one you got running like your nephew over there um helping them teach the younger generation about money um so that they can start doing good things with money from a young age and not end up in you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to student loan debt like i did for a degree i don't use (laughs) i'm not bitter Uh, i'm not bitter no i mean that's kind of that's a lot of people right yeah Uh, and then tearing up my heart after after we get everyone to crowdfund and get me the money to buy Justin Timberlake's house. Right. Uh-huh. We, we can get them to crowdfund for tearing up my heart. And then maybe, like I said, the, all five guys will be on the show at some point. So yes. I'll, 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 I'll have a talk with Joey and be like, hey, this part's written for you. Perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to, um, right before the pandemic, I had it on a contract and obviously 2020 happened and Hollywood shut down. So I'm hoping to get in contact with the producers. They had an in at Netflix. I'm hoping that everybody will get to see tearing up my heart soon. No, there's no hope involved. We're going to make this happen. Okay. I'll send it, I need to send it to you anyway. You need yeah. to read it. Send it to me. I'd, be, I'd love to read it. Yeah. Um, Laura, thank you so much. Hang on for one second. 